Hello everybody, welcome to our little mid-world championship recap podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the women's team final and also the women's all-around final, which actually just wrapped up like an hour ago. So you guys are going to get our thoughts and feelings pretty close after the meet. Near live. Yes, near live. Almost as live as you can get. But I think we should start with the team competition first and then we'll end with the all-around competition. So really no surprises here in the team competition. We had the U.S. come out on top with their sixth consecutive team title, which has never been done before. I think the team before that previously held the record was Romania. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Romania was so dominant back in like the 80s, 70s, <laughs> and even in like the 2000s. Yeah. So... The U.S. now holds that title, which is super exciting for them. And honestly, they had a phenomenal meet all the way through start to finish. Really was one of their cleanest competitions that they could have asked for. Yeah, I think the only major mistake was on beam. Sky Blakely had a fall on her standing full. But aside from that, it was a great day for USA. Yeah, and speaking of Sky, so she scored a 13-2-6-6 with a fall, which is actually really impressive. So we, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about her consistency, um, and if she would be able to hit if she was put in that position. It's unfortunate that she didn't get the hit, but it was still a pretty good score. I mean, she would have scored over 14 if she hadn't fallen, which is like a massive score. I mean, yeah, to be able to put up that good of a score with a fall, I I still feel like it's usable in a team final situation at this point in time. So, yeah, with Leanne Leanne being out and, you know, Connor being out. When I say Leanne being out, obviously I mean like she wasn't doing beam at these world championships. Yeah, just not not her full strength. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily the ideal beam lineup that the U.S. was looking for, probably going into these world championships, but I definitely think they made the best of it. We also had Jordan bounce back from her fall in qualifications, hitting that routine under pressure. And then she did it, first of all, with Rebecca Andrade going on floor, which I think is iconic in and of itself. (laughs) The way the crowd was reacting to that routine for her to be able to hit in that situation was incredible. And then also there was the leak on the beam, which... Yeah. Jade Carey was the one that actually said that she noticed it. I don't think Jordan noticed it, but... Yeah, Jade was going to do her side aerial, and then she's like, is there water on the beam? Well, too late. Can't do anything about it now. So that's very, first of all, concerning that even is happening at the World Championship. Well, they said it was... uh, My coworkers said that it was raining a lot there, so I think there may have just been a little leak in the roof, but... But if they were aware of this during the competition, which it sounds like they were, I don't know why they didn't just stop the competition to get that looked at. Like, I'm sure there was something they could have done. I feel like that would have taken forever, though, in all honesty. But also, isn't athlete safety the priority? Oh, I'm for sure. I'm not saying (laughs) no. I'm just saying that if they were to pause the competition to evaluate the roof leak... Who knows how long that would have taken. You gotta remember, this is happening really late at night there. Which is true. So, like, this competition would have gone until midnight. Honestly, they would have been better off just moving the damn beam. (laughs) Could you imagine if they did that? Like, hold on, we gotta move the beam. But that's the thing, though. You gotta do what you gotta do. There was a lot of falls on beam, and you can't help but wonder if... I mean, we haven't had any athletes... slippery slippy. Yeah, we haven't had any athletes cite that reason for why they came off the beam. But it is a little sus. It is. The U.S. was able to do fine, get through relatively unscathed, minus Sky Blakely. But I would say for the most part, everybody else was borderline hot mess express on (laughs) me. Yeah. So we were glad to see, at least in the all-around final, that the leak was fixed and there wasn't as many beam falls. But 
Anyways, Jordan, super proud of her. And then also she was the one that really closed out the night for the U.S. on floor. I love the idea of her being the floor anchor. I think that she has the energy that you need to like really bring it home. Like I feel like that moment was made for her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no shade to anybody else on the team, but like there's nobody else that I would have rather finished us out than Jordan Childs. You want something that is high energy, also feels kind of iconic, and I just feel like that's Jordan's routine for the USA. Absolutely. And I think overall, Team USA just looked so relaxed under this new leadership with Chelsea. I'm really liking how the team overall, they seem relaxed, they seem confident. I really like the fact that going back now to Jordan on beam, you know, she consulted Jordan in that decision, which is something that we're really not used to seeing. Usually the person at the helm is the one calling the shots and, you know, they'll pull you out like that if you make a mistake. But I like that Chelsea had faith in both Jordan and in Sky to go up and do what they needed to do. And also Leanne on bars. Remember, Leanne didn't do bars and qualifications and they used her on that event only in the team final. Yes. And that's something that she did say in the press conference after she talked about how she told these athletes that she believed in them she had them in her lineup and wanted to know how they felt about it which like you said that's never happened before so I think that's really refreshing yeah just to have someone that values the athletes opinions wants to make sure that they're comfortable going up and knows that they can they believe in themselves enough to hit and then, then she can believe in them as well it goes both ways she's saying I believe in you but I also want to make sure that you believe in yourself and that you feel comfortable going up and doing this and it paid off right because I think that that could be a really big hit to the confidence especially for someone like Jordan who has been so consistent on beam yeah. and has two falls and qualifications to then go and fall in the team final I think that that could be potentially a big hit to her confidence so it's great that she wanted to make sure that Jordan was good with going up on beam before just like throwing her up in the beam lineup I, I do like that yeah I like that it wasn't reactive like it's not like you fell this one time we're gonna panic and pull you out yeah they just were calm they had faith and it worked out Yes. So absolutely. Absolutely love that to see that from the leadership and also from these athletes. An incredible job here in the team final. And then a lot of history was made, not just with the US, but really on a lot of different fronts here. So we had yeah. Great Britain with a historic second place finish. That's their highest finish ever at the World Championships. Yeah, because they got bronze in 2015, I believe it was. So, yes. And also, we know, obviously, the historic bronze medal from the Olympics last summer. So they've upgraded that medal mm -hmm. to a silver, which is so amazing. Yeah, they looked confident as well from start to finish. They only had one fall, and it came from Alice Kinsella on beam. Everybody else went up and did exactly what they needed to do. And then having Jessica Gadarova finish out on floor, couldn't think of a better ending that honestly was one of the best floor teens i've ever seen her do tumbling wise it was great her dub tuck double double actually looks like a tuck double double now yes um, we're here for it. <laughs> she has the upgraded second pass full twist and double lay which she opens up beautifully her landings were clean the dance is dramatic and so passionately performed some of the best artistry in the field yes honestly i i couldn't think of a better way to close out the competition for great britain and to seal in the deal with that silver medal and then her routine she knew that she had done it yeah the expression there was so it's what i love about gymnastics i just i live for these moments and then also for canada as well they they deserve a massive massive shout out here you guys they qualified in eighth so they were in last coming into this team final and ellie black is the only one on the team who has really between worlds or olympics 
any experience. Some of the other girls, they've had a couple international assignments, but nothing of this magnitude. Oh, yeah. She's the only one. So they're really an inexperienced team. And I don't think, if we're being completely honest, I don't think anyone really had them in contention for a medal in their predictions. No. I mean, maybe you're thinking if everything, like, goes to shit, then, like, maybe. But for the most part, I think a lot of people are expecting Brazil or Italy to be fighting for that Mm -hmm. bronze position, ourselves included. So thrilled with Canada to come away with a bronze medal, which I don't know if I mentioned this already, but a historic finish for them as well. Their last, the previous highest finish was fifth. So to finally see them get a medal as a team is just so exciting. Ellie Black obviously won the all-around silver in 2017. So she has two world medals now, one with her team, which like we just said, I don't think that coming into this competition, a lot of people really expected, but she was so emotional afterwards. She was in tears. The whole team was in tears. I started to get a little teary-eyed and I'm like dead inside. So, like, I'm starting to get emotional, and I'm like, oh, good, I, I, st- I am alive, I do have feelings. That's what happens when you have Zoloft in your veins. 100, Anyways. 100 milligrams. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, um, yeah, I think for Canada to finish on beam, I'm not going to lie, I was scared for them. Especially with the way the beam was claiming so many victims that day. I was yeah. a little bit worried, too. But I think Canada, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Canada was the only team that day that didn't have a fall. Yeah. Not just on beam, we're talking throughout the whole competition. Yeah. Canada was the only team to not fall. So they earned every ounce of that bronze medal. Oh my gosh, I don't think anyone's even arguing that. Like, I think we're all, the team final, everybody, it was like world peace. Like, we all disagreed with the outcome, and it was a beautiful moment for so many different reasons. Yeah, Canada is just kind of one of those teams, and Ellie Black in particular, she's just one of those gymnasts where I feel like we're all united in the fact that we love her, we love Canada. They're not controversial in any way. No one dislikes them. We just want good things for them always. So that's kind of iconic for them. Yes. <laughs> and also I want to give a shout out to Danelle Pendrick, former CMU gymnast. She was an incredible collegiate gymnast. I don't know how many people were paying attention. I mean, she, it wasn't that long ago that she was a college gymnast. I think she graduated in 2020, 2020. the year that... No, it was 2021 was her senior year. You sure? Was it? No, it was 2020. It, you're right. It was 2020, the year that the season got canceled because of COVID, like mid, basically, yes. well, not mid-season. It was pretty much the end of the season at that but point. But she qualified to NCAAs as an individual, but really on the elite stage, didn't have too much international experience. No. Actually, I don't she think didn't she didn't have any. any. Yeah, this was her, really like the second coming of Danelle Pendrick because she had done elite before. She had been to like Elite Canada and stuff like that, but went off to college, was really a superstar for CMU. Was she on the Pan Ams team? She may have been on the Pan Ams team this year. Oh, yes, this year. I'm talking like her success. She did not compete internationally prior to college. You're saying it came after All of her international success for Canada, her first international assignment, all of that came post-college. It came this year. Yes. Which is, like, unheard of. It, yeah, truly. It's amazing. And to think that she's now part of this historic bronze medal winning team, it's just, it's so amazing. And I've always been a really big fan of her, so I just love seeing her have this success. Um, her first international medal I wanted to shout out was um, earlier this year, the DTB Puckle Team Challenge. She got gold on vault. So that was, I believe, her first international assignment, and she got a gold medal. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of 
you know, but kickstarted this incredible year for her. And then now to finish it up with this bronze medal, I think is just really special. And something else we should mention too, that the top three teams are qualified to the Olympics now. So the US, Great Britain and Canada have clinched their spots in the Paris Olympics, which I think for Canada in particular is got to feel really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and Ellie Black said that afterwards that now they can just focus on upgrading and working on their confidence and consistency and all those little details that matter. And the weight of having to qualify at the next world championships has been lifted off of them. Absolutely. I think that, you know, eventually they would have qualified their spot as a team, but to have that off their shoulders this early on, this early on normally they're, they don't do it this early on. I think that's definitely a weight lifted off their shoulders. And like you said, now they can just focus on improving their gymnastics, upgrading those routines and getting better and hoping to, you know, continue fighting for medal spots going forward. In fourth, we had Brazil, which yet again is a historic finish. That is the highest finish for Brazil as a team. You could say maybe slightly disappointing considering that they had their, one of their best all-arounders, Flavia Saraiva, go out with an injury after the qualifications. And I think if Flavia had been in, we could be talking about a different outcome here, potentially, how that would have changed things as far as confidence of the team. Oh, yeah. And just what she was capable of scoring. Yeah. Score-wise, but I also think just how the team was mentally... I guess equipped, <laughs> I can't think of the right word, going into this competition, the way the team was feeling mentally, um, it probably would have been different knowing that they had, you know, their full strength, one of their best gymnasts able to compete instead of being limited to just bars. Could have changed things for them. You know, I feel like finishing fourth is still an incredible feat. And I think it just goes to show you how talented this Brazilian team is to still accomplish that without Flavia. Mm -hmm. I think it says a lot about the future and there's still a lot for them to feel good about and be excited about as they move forward. And then of course, I have to give a shout out to Japan. They finished in seventh, um, which was an unfortunate finish for them. They qualified in fifth, which shocked a lot of people, ourselves included. And they were in medal contention up until the very last routine. Yeah. So they were finishing on bars and they were down to the final routine. I think she needed like an 11 something. It, she needed really honestly just to do what she did in qualifications. I thought it was a 13 something. I don't I could be wrong. I'm not 100% confident in saying that, but it was like it was a score that she was capable of getting. Yeah, and it was what she had done in qualifications. So if she would have just carbon copied that performance in the team final. Japan would have got their first medal since the 60s, I believe. Hold on, let me check. 1966 was the last time they won a team medal, so a very long time. Yes. And so it is painful to come that close and kind of have it slip away in that final routine, but I still feel like this team has so much to be proud of. They shocked a lot of people by qualifying in fifth, by staying in medal contention all the way through. They had some stuck double twisting Gerchenkos on vault that were really, really impressive. They were the highest scoring beam team in qualification. So, and this is another one of those teams that didn't have any international experience. Not, sorry, I shouldn't say any international experience. Any world championship experience mm -hmm. prior to this competition. So a relatively new team, especially on the international stage. Yeah. And, you know, even though it may not have been the finish that they were wanting, I still feel like, similar to Brazil, a lot of positive takeaways for this team. And I'm really excited to see what they do in the future because I'm honestly a fan of a lot of these athletes that we got introduced to here at these World Championships. I know Miata Shoko is one that a lot of people are really, really excited about, how she lights up the arena and her energy and effervescence. Yeah, I think that they 
should feel really good about what they did here and just knowing the potential going forward that, you know, hey, even though we didn't have the most experience coming into this competition, look how well we did, look how close we were to getting the medal, even though obviously the last performance kind of ruined that. But up until that point, they were right in it. They were so close to getting the medal. So knowing that they can perform that well under pressure. It says a lot about them. Yeah, I I think that going forward, they will hopefully carry that with them and we'll see them you know, near the medal rankings again in the future. Is there anything else that you want to add for team finals? I think that pretty much covered my general thoughts. I feel like it was a good competition overall. I left it feeling good. Yeah. I left it feeling like this is why I love gymnastics. And not every meet gives you that feeling. (laughs) Yeah, and not every meet makes me, like, kind of want to cry. So (laughs) I was was really happy with the outcome. We can move on to the all-around final if you want. Yes. This was a good competition. We saw none of the top all-around contenders fall, which, considering how qualifications and the team final went, was a blessing. (laughs) Because we've seen lots of falls at these world championships. But this was a good competition, and it was a close competition. Well, close for bronze, we should say. Yeah. Rebecca Andrade had herself a day. Honestly, the outcome that everybody expected. She was... I don't want to say flawless from start to finish because she wasn't. She did overcast on one of her handstands on bars. But covered it really well. It was so good. Like you could, if you blinked at the wrong second, you would have missed it, honestly. And you'd be like, what is everyone talking about? Or if like you're not like a super fan of the sport, like just the casual person watching, person, (laughs) casual person watching that meet would probably think like, oh my God, like that routine was perfect. Like it wasn't a bad routine. I felt like personally the commentators were being a little bit dramatic, Sam Pezik. I feel like she was being a little bit dramatic, acting like this was going to like drop her out of like gold medal contention. And I'm like, no. If she falls on beam on top of this, then sure, let's talk. But, like, that was not a disaster by any means. No, she covered it so smoothly that it was, like, a veteran move for sure. And then beam was pretty solid. Floor, I would say, one of the best floor routines I've seen her do. Absolutely, in terms of landing. We've seen her going out of bounds and stuff before, especially in, like, the competitions and the trainings leading up to it. So, really controlled landings here and minimal deductions, I would say. It really, for me, it just felt like her day... Even if it wasn't absolutely perfect, just watching the competition with every performance that she did, it just felt like it was her time, you know? Yes. And then Shailish Jones, honestly, I would say had the meat of her life. I mean, I don't know if that's a fair assessment, but I mean, it definitely wasn't like her highest all around score, but you got to factor in the fact that it's an international competition. It's the world championships. Obviously, scoring is going to be lower than it is domestically. I feel like, yes, it was one of her best, most complete all-around performances. Yes. And most importantly, she hit beam in an international competition under pressure. Probably some of the most pressure that she's ever been in in her gymnastics life. Um, You know, she was in contention for a silver medal at this point in time and just needed to get through beam. And, you know, based off of Shailisa's history, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous, but I was pulling for her and she absolutely came through, Mm -hmm. had the best beam routine that I think we've ever seen her do. Yeah. She nailed her standing Arabian. Which she fell on in the warm-ups. Yes. So to come back from that and keep herself in silver medal contention was exactly what she needed to do Mm -hmm. um so 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 proud of her and finally she was able to bring out the performance that everyone knew that she was capable of doing so i want to read this quote from her that she gave after the competition she said it's really just knowing what i'm capable of really trusting my skills the last couple of years have been really inconsistent so just gaining that confidence needs competition and just getting stronger and stronger has made the difference 
And I think it really has. Yes. One last thing I want to read about her dad, of course, who passed away December 2021. She said, I was thinking about him all day, no matter what the score was or the placement. I was driven through it by my thoughts of him. Oh my goodness. So that's very, very sweet. I'm so proud of her. I I wanted this for her so badly. Yeah. And just to know that like... She's come a long way. She's come a long way, but she's always been a phenomenal gymnast and she was always overshadowed, whether that was by, you know, Tom Forrester or whoever in the past. You know, I feel like she is finally getting the recognition that she deserves and the opportunities that she deserves. Um, And so to know that she will go down in history as a world silver medalist and also a, a world champion <laughs> with the yes. team. And she's not done yet. She still has got bars. But I mean, for her first world championships to be coming away already with two medals. It's incredible. Yeah. So and much to be proud of. No one can take that away from her. So we are so, so proud of her. And then bronze is where things got a little dicey. So there's been lots of people talking online. If you're reading any of this, I don't know where you get your social media. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Reddit, Facebook groups, it's pretty much everywhere. This conversation about who deserved the bronze medal. Um, so Jessica Gatorova, she got it. It was, again, history. The first ever all-around medal for Great Britain. And it was going to go that way either way, because if it wasn't her, it was Alice Kinsella who finished fourth. Yeah, so Alice Kinsella got fourth, Ellie Black got fifth, and Jade Carey got sixth. So the biggest question, I think, is coming from Jessica's beam routine, She got a really high execution score, an 8.033, which was the highest execution score of the day on that event. And going back and watching that routine right before we started recording this, um, you know, there was bent knees on every single skill that she did. The leaps were not perfect. She over-rotated the dismount. And then you have someone like Rebecca Andraji or Shailise Jones, who in my opinion had a much cleaner and more well-executed routine, less wobbles, less deductions overall, um, that score beneath her execution-wise. And also I believe score-wise, can we fact check that real quick? Okay, so yeah, Jessica Gatorova got a 13.733 on beam, 8.033 execution. Yes, Andraji got a 13.533 with a 7.533 execution. And then Shailise Jones got a 13.1 with a 7.9 execution. So she beat them in both execution and the, the final score. Yes. Um, and I'm not sure if that is correct. Mm, um, there's no. there's also been some talk about her e-score on floor being a gift. I'm not as mad about that one, to be honest with you. Because it was I, a good routine. It was a like, great routine. Yeah. Um, pretty minimal landing deduction. She has excellent leaps. Her artistry is, again, like I said before, one of the best in the field. So wasn't really too mad about the floor score. I think it was really beam that I was a little bit like, what? And then bars as well. Um, I believe she also, hold on, I'm, I gotta look at the scores again. I believe that she also scored, she was higher execution than Rebecca, Rebecca Andraji. So she got a 7.633, get her over dead, and Rebecca got a 7.6. So it's not like a huge margin, but she still beat her execution wise, which is kind of messed up. Given yep. that she has some form issues throughout the routine, but particularly particularly on the Eshova. Yes. So that's very interesting. And then the deduction on the landing as well. So, yeah, I mean, 
it's hard because you want to be happy. She was so happy after the competition. And it's so cool to see her have that moment in front of a home crowd. So I don't want to like not be happy for her that she got the bronze medal. Well, but... it's never the athlete's fault. Like yes. they obviously have nothing to do with the way the judges choose to score the routines. Um, you know, a lot of people are wondering if there was influence from the crowd, you know, how loud they're cheering, the energy, if that impacts the way the judges Score? Well, certainly. Just like in college gymnastics. That's why home scoring is a thing. Right. So, I personally feel like Ellie Black deserved the bronze. And I also wouldn't be mad about Alice Kinsella. I'll admit that I haven't seen her floor team yet because I didn't show it on the broadcast here in the U.S. So, um, and I looked online, but I couldn't see it. I couldn't find it on YouTube yet. So, I haven't seen her floor routine, but from the other routines that we did see, Alice Kinsella also had a really good meet. Yeah, she had one of her best all-around competitions here. But so did Ellie Black. Yeah, I thought Ellie Black was going to be coming for a medal. And honestly, I think that she wasn't doing her full difficulty here because she's kind of coming back still from an ankle injury. But, you know, if she was doing her full difficulty, I think that she would have been more in the conversation for that bronze medal as well. But impressive what she was able to do without full difficulty. And then Jade Carey. She finished in six. I'm not sure if that's a surprising result. I think that she should be proud. She was eighth in Tokyo, which she was very happy with. Obviously, she had a fall on bars or was it beam? She had a fall on beam beam at the Olympics. But um, she hit four for four in the all-around final today. And she improved her all-around ranking in the world to six. Which is true. I think beam is what hurt her the most. She took out her... Second layout step out in her supposed to be triple series on beam. Um, some small wobbles throughout. Yeah, a little bit tentative. She looked very, very cautious up there. But vault was amazing. Bars is just about as good as she could do it. Floor, I think that she could have minimized deductions a little bit more on the landings, and she really needed to do that to keep herself in contention for a medal. So that's really where. She lost it, I would say, with some of those landings on the floor and then overall on beam, the difficulty being lowered and not having the highest execution. But six, like you said, is an improvement from what she did at the Olympics. And I think it's only the beginning for her, honestly. I really feel like she's just going to continue to get better and better and continue to prove that she's one of the best all-arounders in the world. So I was hoping for a medal here for her. I feel like she was capable of it. But with some of the other amazing performances that we saw from Ellie Black and Alice Kinsella and even Jessica Gatorobi, um, a lot of people were fighting for that bronze medal in the end. Yeah. So, And that's what we like to see. We want a competition that's competitive. You know, I feel like in years past, it's always just been so, like, we always just knew what the podium was going to be, or we had a pretty good idea. It's fun when it's not decided before the meets even started. Yes, like, I had fun watching and following the scores and, you know, oh, what does this person need? And I feel like that's, as gymnastics fans, what we live for. So, overall, I'm not mad about this outcome. I do personally think that Ali Black or Alice Kinsella should have been the bronze medalist. But I also love Jessica Gatorova, and I can't complain. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, those are kind of our mid-World Championships thoughts. We just wanted to quickly throw together an episode for you guys and get this up. We're not doing an intro, we're not doing an outro, we're just kind of like 
what is sitting that? down. What is vibing here? Yeah, just kind of recording something rather quickly to get it up for you guys so you can hear our thoughts. And really looking forward to the rest of the World Championships. Event finals is always one of my favorite competitions. Particularly excited for the floor final. I think that's going to be a really, really close battle, especially with the way floor scoring has been going. I think really between Jordan Childs, Rebecca Andrade, Jessica Gadarova, and Jade Carey, there's going to be a very, very intense four-way battle, honestly, for the title. Like, I feel like any of those four could win the title. <laughs> yeah. And whoever is not, obviously, is contending for one of the other spots on the podium. So it's going to be intense, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good one no matter what. Let us know your guys' thoughts on the competition and what your predictions are for what's still to come. Our DMs are open. You can send us a message. We're at all things gym pod everywhere. And then obviously you can also email us as well at all things gym pod at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys on Monday next week where we will recap the event finals. Bye. Bye.